And welcome to this very special episode of Boozy Bracketology. I'm Jeff. I will be your host for today, and we are determining the best flavor of Pop-Tart. That's right. America's Calzone is before these three panelists, and we will find out at the end of two episodes which Pop-Tart flavor is the best. We start off in Tampa, Florida. You know him. You're familiar with him, at least, if not love him. Chris, how you doing? What you drinking? Jeff, you said love, and that was a little cringe right there, man. Nobody loves me. You tolerate me. <laughs> but like, I am, I, I will say, I am like the, uh, the outer casing of the sausage. You have to get through me to get to the good stuff. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm doing well. Uh, so I put this bracket together a while ago, and then I was just chatting with Brittany, and Brittany, Brittany kind of got like all in on this. And then Nicole kind of got looped in on this. She's like, oh, I'm in on this. So <laughs> I had to go back and reseed and redo the entire bracket. And I found the best source of information for ranking the Pop-Tarts bracket. So just so you all know, okay. these are their, their, their what they call their classic flavors. On the Pop-Tarts website, you can rank the flavors. <laughs> oh, my God. The rankings here are first based on their ranking on the Pop-Tarts website. And then second, based on the amount of rankings for it. So there are several that were like a 4.7. And then one by the number of rankings on the Pop-Tarts website for them. Um, this is uh, insane. This is absolutely insane. I am so here for this. And I am ready to argue <laughs> with stuff. Let's go. I got myself a beer here. Fitting for Pop-Tarts. But let's see. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm having uh, difficulty performing in front of a camera. Can't make it pop, to us huh? all. <laughs> and now I jacked up the pop. <laughs> and now there's beer on my dissipating. As long as you don't jack up the pop tart. Um, I'm running out of these, but this is from Crooked Thumb Brewery right here in Safety Harbor, Florida. This is their chocolate peanut butter porter. It's part of their Girl Scout cookie blend. So this is their version of a tag along. Ooh, nice. Ooh. I think Mike has had this on an episode before, right? He did because I brought him a four pack to uh, when we met in Nashville. I brought him a four pack of it. Uh, this is a delightful beer. Uh, you can't get it anymore. Uh, you won't be able to get it until next year. But if you're in the in the Palm Harbor, Clearwater, Florida area, Crooked Thumb's worth the stop, especially this time of year. These are delightful. Awesome. A finally, someone has come up with a reason to go to Florida during the summer. Oh no, it's a winter. We early. yeah. Oh, okay. Come here during the summer. That makes sense. (laughs) No one's going to Florida during the summer, but we are going up to the vague environs of Chicago, Illinois, for our next panelist and Ken Jennings' bestie, Brittany Shaw. Brittany, how you doing? What you drinking? Hey, Jeff. uh, It's great to be on a recording with you finally. Um, After interacting with you online. Um, I'm doing swell. I, uh, like Chris mentioned, I was all in on this. Uh, it's a rare instance where uh, boozy bracketology is in a subject matter that I feel like I have a voice in. But Pop-Tarts and anything food related, I have opinions. So I thought I'd let those opinions be heard. But I also thought I would choose a drink that was appropriate for a boozy bracketology and a pop tart flavor, I have uh, from Metal Monkey Brewing Company here 
a balloon head, which is their ode to airheads in a beer form. And this is the mystery flavor because who knows what's going to happen in this wild, wild Pop-Tart bracket. That was a good one. See, Brittany knows how to make those pops. (laughs) Tim taught me, unfortunately. Thank you, Brittany. (laughs) All right. We we, we move on to the land of extraneous letters, Worcester, Massachusetts. (laughs) For resident mass hole and first-time boozy bracketology panelist, Nicole. Nicole, how you doing? What you drinking? I'm doing well. Um, if you think Worcester has extraneous letters, you should hear the name of the lake in Webster. Um, <laughs> look it up. You won't be disappointed. Okay. All right. Um, I am drinking a Honeycrisp honey hard cider from Carlson Orchards in Harvard, Massachusetts. Mm. Good. good pop there. See? It's right. a good pop. It's patented to pop nothing. I, I did also look up the name of that lake. <laughs> <laughs> I can right. say it. I can, but <laughs> you want to take a crack at it, Brittany? <laughs> now that you've looked it up. Hmm. Um. Well, at the risk of pissing off everyone in Massachusetts, sure. Uh, Lake Chanabungamungagog. <laughs> oh, it's longer than that. That's just part of the name. <laughs> um. Well, it's, it's also known as Webster Lake. I'm going to pronounce yes. it like Webster Lake. <laughs> That's what we call it. Okay. It's funny. Um, my friend did a TikTok and it shows the name of the lake and it goes, how do you pronounce this? And then she, you just see her face and she goes, Webster Lake. <laughs> so. Brittany, do we have an Ayers Rock situation happening here? We're just going to call Ayers Rock instead of what you know the natives called it for. Uluru? Oh, Uluru I mean, is easier to Uluru, pronounce. Though. I can say Rapa Nui. I can say um, Lake Kiranabad <laughs> Balrog Moria Dug Too Deep. <laughs> I'm just gonna call it Webster Lake. Chagogagog, Manchagogog, Chabunagungamog. Right, there you go. All right. I we think were... you made that up. But <laughs> <laughs> who, the world may never know. In fairness, Nicole could have strung together any syllables there, <laughs> and we all would have believed her. <laughs> Brittany, mass holes don't forget. Oh, okay. Neither do anyway, women, I'm... so I'm double. There you go. All right. <laughs> so tonight I am actually coming to you in true podcaster form from my mom's basement in Herndon, Virginia. Uh, I uh, am up here visiting. I'm usually from Raleigh, North Carolina, as folks who've listened to the show know. Uh, and I am rating my mom's substantial bourbon stash. Uh, this is a rabbit hole daringer uh, bourbon. It is finished in PX sherry casks, yes. so um, it's quite tasty. I've already had one, but uh, I'm going to pour myself another one right now. Yep. Some good bottles. All right, only. so let's get this Pop-Tart party started with a play-in game. Chris, you will be the first decider. For our 16-seed playoff game between the flavors Frosted Confetti Cupcake and Frosted Chocolate Fudge. This one's not hard for me because one of these really feels like it should have been an 8 or a 9 seed. And the other is perfectly seated at 16 play-in. It's not a secret. I'm not a huge chocolate fan. 
But y'all, that Funfetti cupcake is actually a delightful dessert Pop-Tart. I have different categories for my Pop-Tarts. I'm weird like this. But that is a, like, it's a redneck dessert Pop-Tart. It is a, you had a good meal, you want something sweet to end it with, and you don't have any cookies lying around. Go ahead and throw a couple of those uh, cupcake confetti ones in the in the toast. You're going to have a good time. It is, dare I say, the Margaret Atwood of this bracket. Well, I got that out of the way early. <laughs> Didn't take long. Uh, uh, that's my vote, Jeff. All right. Move on, on to Brittany. Uh, well, I'm going to go ahead and start off this bracket with a hot take and then a question. So the hot take on this is that as much as I enjoy Pop-Tarts, the store brands of the toaster pastries are usually better than Pop-Tarts because they have more filling inside. Um, but that's my hot take. Uh, my second question is, are we rating these based on if they're toasted or not? Because I actually very rarely toast my Pop-Tarts. That's completely so, up to the panelist, how they cool, want, how cool, they want cool. to interpret the bracket. Okay. Well, perfect. So, um, I also did not have a hard time making a decision here. Now, uh, for some behind the scenes for our listeners, uh, I ordered almost every single flavor of Pop-Tart on this bracket to be delivered to my house. Um, (laughs) And I've eaten a dangerous amount of Pop-Tarts over the last several days, trying to make sure I'm making an informed decision here. But one of the ones I would not order to my house because I just knew it would be a waste of money for me is Frosted Confetti Cupcake because I don't like sprinkles. So I don't want those hard sprinkles on the outside of my Pop-Tart. It ruins the eating experience for me. Therefore, even though I don't particularly care for the Frosted Chocolate Fudge Pop-Tart, it's going to get my my vote over the Frosted Confetti Cupcake just because I'm not a sprinkles gal. I'm not a frosting gal when it comes to cupcakes. Like I have friends that we will make deals with each other while I will just slough off the frosting from my cupcake and they can have that and they give me their cake from their cupcake. So they have the frosting tops and I get the cupcake base, which is the nice yummy moist part. So I'm voting for Frosted Chocolate Fudge and in her very first, you know, panel decision ever, giving Nicole a tie break. All right. Well, uh, I would like to remind the, the listener that we are receiving no promotional consideration from Kellogg's for this bracket. <laughs> oh, uh, I wish we were. Apparently a shit ton of money from Brittany. Uh <laughs> Hey, I needed more quick breakfast foods anyway. So, <laughs> All right. Well, as Dame Atwood would say, the heart goes last and so does Nicole. Break this tie for us. You know, this also was not a hard decision for me because one of these tastes like childhood and the other one is a confetti cupcake Pop-Tart. So I'm going with a chocolate fudge. And Chris is flipping me <laughs> off on my very first decision. How... <laughs> How welcome I feel. Welcome to Boozy. <laughs> welcome. You are here now. You are family. And you family for me, though. Oh, off. we're at Olive Garden? Cool. <laughs> well, as Chris raises two double-barreled breadsticks to the sky, we... <laughs> also uh, not getting <laughs> consideration from them. <laughs> frosted chocolate fudge moves on. No rest for the wicked here, though, as it, the 16 seed, will go up against Frosted Brown Sugar Cinnamon, the overall number one seed. Brittany, you're first on this one. Yeah, I uh, 
Really, that that uh, playing game was really just to see who was going to lose to Frosted Brown Sugar Cinnamon for me, just because I wasn't a big fan of either of those flavors. The chocolate fudge is okay. Uh, the brown sugar cinnamon, it's just that classic Pop-Tart. It's the one that you're like, oh, this is, it, it's, uh, it's, it's nostalgic in a way. It's, it's tasty still, but it also has that hit of nostalgia. And easy choice for me is frosted brown sugar cinnamon here. One vote for the in one seed, Nicole. All right. So fun fact about me, I'm not the biggest fan of cinnamon. So I will, I will be voting for Frosted Chocolate Fudge for the second time in a row. And now I've made Brittany angry. I'm batting a thousand. Jeff, what do you, what do you want me to make you angry about? <laughs> I have literally zero opinion on Pop-Tart flavors, Nicole. I How do you feel about And that's weird. why you're hosting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I want to read some of his books once the bitterness slides away a little bit uh i my my panelists on that bracket got me a little intrigued now even uh, as they broke my heart into a million pieces speaking of things that break into a million pieces back to pop tarts chris (laughs) break this tie hey trivia lovers want to get the pub trivia experience in an interactive way check out liquid courage entertainment with a wide range of offerings online lk has you covered streaming a wide variety of trivia games on Twitch with one-of-a-kind formats like Tringo, Guestimate, Mega Sheep, and more. Or check out the World Trivia Federation. With 36 hours to answer each quiz and no obligation, the WTF is the perfect solution to scratch that trivia itch on your own time. Come see us at twitch.tv slash liquid underscore courage or check out patreon.com slash liquid courage to join the WTF for as little as $2 a month. That's liquid courage with a K. Innovative, interactive, intoxicating. Neither of these Pop-Tarts taste good cold out of the box. That's kind of a problem for me. They're not good cold out of the box. Toasted up, they're actually both pretty good. I'm going to give the edge to the brown sugar cinnamon. I don't like cinnamon. I'm not a huge cinnamon fan. Uh, Keep it out of my whiskey, please. Fireball, you go to hell. Oh, my boyfriend loves Fireball. (laughs) Well, I, I am on a, my my mission in life is to rid the world of Fireball whiskey, and not by drinking it. By <laughs> send it up here, one bottle at a time, one <laughs> warehouse at a time, if I can. Uh, the cinnamon here actually does have a, add a little bit of flavor to uh, God, a moderately bland Pop Tart. I'm sorry, I'm not a huge fan of the brown sugar cinnamon, but I'll be damned if y'all gonna let confetti cupcake go out like a chump and then vote for freaking chocolate fudge to move on brown sugar cinnamon gets my vote and brown sugar cinnamon gets an unenthusiastic send off into the elite eight we are going to move on the eight nine matchup now nicole you are starting us off between frosted raspberry and unfrosted brown sugar okay so these are going to be a few easy choices for me because unfrosted Pop-Tarts are absolute garbage. So, frosted raspberry. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a clear <laughs> preference for frosted on Nicole's part. Chris, do you concur? Uh, not necessarily. I, I don't concur with you know everything unfrosted being bad. 
in this case, though, she's right because unfrosted brown sugar is just not good. It's not good hot and it's not good cold. Uh, the frosted raspberry is not good cold, but you put that thing in a toaster. If you're in a hurry, you got like a couple of minutes and the only thing you have in your pantry is like frosted raspberry pop tarts and you're going to grab that to go to work. You're not going to have a bad start to your day unless, you know, you work where I used to work. So now I'm going frosted uh, raspberry here. Our panelists would not eat it hot or cold. They would not eat it new or old. They will not eat unfrosted brown sugar. So suck on that, Mick Jagger. We will. <laughs> I don't why know. I couldn't rhyme it, so I was making a Rolling Stones reference there. Anyway. Why, why wasn't Dr. Seuss on that bracket, Jeff? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Name a Dr. better Seuss. fantasy author. I'll wait. <laughs> Talk about world building. That's, that's true. The uh, the world of the Sneetches is pretty uh, vividly rendered. Uh, Brittany, do you care to vividly render an opinion here, even though it doesn't oh, really sure. matter? Oh, I know it doesn't really matter. Um, but I will say I feel like Chris and Nicole made the right decision here. Uh, frosted raspberry would have gotten my vote. Unfrosted brown sugar just... I actually do like cinnamon. However, I feel like while the unfrosted Pop-Tarts are not as bad as I remember them being growing up, they need a little bit more sweetness than they have. And so I would have gone for frosted raspberry over unfrosted brown sugar anyway. So, All right. And frosted raspberry gets the sweep. We move on to a 5-12 matchup. This one is between... Frosted strawberry and unfrosted strawberry. It is the key frosted, unfrosted matchup. Chris, take us to Strawberry Fields. Oh, forever, Jeffrey. Forever. <laughs> I'm going to die on a hill here, and I'm going to recognize I'm about to get just just absolutely bamboozled by my two lovely co-panelists. <laughs> But one of these is my absolute Pop-Tart flavor. I My favorite. I love it. I, I have loved this since I was a kid, and I will always love it. You give me hot or cold, I don't care. Unfrosted strawberry Pop-Tarts, I'm in heaven. I love them. I love them. I can't get enough of them. You toast those things up just to where, the point where they're going to burn your mouth, and they're delightful. The frosting on these actually takes away from the sweetness of the tart inside. The strawberry inside is actually really, not really good, but it's from a Pop-Tart flavor, a really good flavor. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the frosting in a lot of cases. There are some notable exceptions. We talked about one earlier. We'll talk about another later. This one here is not one of those. The strawberry filling in there is tart enough. Hot, cold, doesn't matter. I'm going to eat. I'll tear through a box of these in a week. Not like a, not, not, not those little three-pack boxes. I'm looking like a six-packer. I'm going to tear through a box of those in a week. So unfrosted gets my vote. Unfrosted strawberry, the 12 seed, takes the lead. Brittany. Well, uh, Chris, you're not breaking my heart that much because I'm about to break everyone's heart here. I don't care for the strawberry that much in strawberry Pop-Tarts. It reminds me too much of strawberry jam, and I just didn't like strawberry jam as a kid, and it's just too much of that flavor. However, I actually like that the frosting takes away a little bit of that strawberry jam filling so while it's not uh while it's not like a oh i like this one so much better than this one 
I did try them both yesterday and I found myself wanting another bite of the frosted strawberry versus the unfrosted strawberry. But again, not as bad as I remember it growing up. Just, I think it needs that little bit of sweetness. I actually said, I thought the perfect compromise would be an unfrosted strawberry with like a drizzle of icing across it. Not all the frosting, but just like a drizzle. And I thought it would be perfect. Brittany, what you're describing is a toaster strudel. I know, and I adore toaster strudels, and if they were on this bracket, we'd be having a different conversation, because I will eat those things frozen or hot, And um, uh, but in this case, I'm giving my vote to Frosted Strawberry by a narrow margin. All right, we have another tie to break, uh, as Nicole, is it frosted, is it unfrosted? I mean, I think you know which way I'm going to go. It's frosted. It's always frosted. It's always sorry, Chris. Frosted, I'm sorry to ruin your childhood, but you guys ruined mine. So, <laughs> what have we ruined for you? Chocolate fudge. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, we haven't only... we haven't gotten to my all time favorite yet. So <laughs> I didn't know that was part of your childhood, but I'm glad I ruined it now. <laughs> <laughs> I literally As... said in my first. <laughs> I don't listen when people talk. Oh, yeah, I, I, oh right, you're a man. I forgot. <laughs> I just have ADD, so I'm sorry. Actually, it's 100% that. Yeah. I can focus on one thing at a time, and at that one time, it was making sure the beer made it inside my mouth. So, <laughs> a totally reasonable pursuit, and the only Pop Tart flavor that your humble host has ever tasted goes out in the first round as Frosted Strawberry takes over uh, Unfrosted Strawberry. I think I'm going to What the hell? I'm concerned. Uh, right? Like, <laughs> How have one... you never had Pop-Tarts? That is like the easiest, quickest thing to grab. Are they not I kosher? usually have bagels around, I guess. I oh, don't fair. know. Uh, <laughs> that, that is fair. I would choose a bagel over a Pop-Tart. 100%. I mean, yeah. I, I have to be in touch with my Jewish heritage in some ways here. And, uh, hey, Jeff, did the, did the bag of frozen Lenders bagels in my freezer count as bagels? Barely. Barely. <laughs> I mean, they may count as bagels as much as anything else you can get in Florida, but they still barely count as bagels. Moving on, we have a four thirteen matchup that Brittany's going to start off. Brittany, is it oh. going to be frosted wild delicious wild berry? Uh, or frosted cookies and cream. Is it go- is it actually wild delicious, Brittany? It it is wild delicious. I think yeah, something like that. I always just call them wild berry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest. If I'm going to the store and I'm buying pop tarts, which I don't do a ton as an adult, this past purchases aside, so that I can make informed decisions. Um, <laughs> sure, I, Brittany. Like sure. I, I will typically actually go for the store brand just because I think they're. I, I, I enjoy having a bit more filling in my Pop-Tart if I'm going to have a Pop-Tart, to be honest. Um, but one that I will not pass up on getting the brand name of is the Wildberry, because I adore those. Those are like just a huge part of my childhood. I loved the purple and blue. They were so fun. Everything's about these is artificial anyway. Why not lean all in? I will pick a Wildberry Pop-Tart over almost any other kind of Pop-Tart any day of the week, and that includes cookies and cream. So with apologies to my favorite ice cream flavor, 
this is about Pop-Tarts and Wildberries moving on for me. All right. Wildberry gets its 1-0 lead. Nicole. All right. So this one was actually a really hard one for me because I love both of these flavors. I've eaten them, you know, not my whole life, but as long as I've been eating Pop-Tarts. Um... But my all-time favorite Pop-Tart is the cookies and cream. I love it cold. I love it hot. I loved it when they were in the little sticks. Those were great. So my vote will go to cookies and cream, and I will give Chris the tiebreaker. Chris, break that tie. Oh, happily, because I don't have good memories of one of these. I just didn't grow up eating it. I've had them once, and the other... I didn't grow up eating it, but I've had it more than once, and I actually enjoy. Uh, I will say I would actually like to see a non-frosted uh, version of the Wildberry. I don't know they ever made one. Uh, the Wildberry with the frosting on there is a bit much, uh, and I, I, I fear that I just alienated Jeremy Goodson, who made it abundantly clear on our Discord server what he feels is the best Pop-Tart brand. Um, <laughs> but... I'm not a huge chocolate guy. If you tell me I can't have my confetti cupcake, there's no way in hell I'm going cookies and cream through. Uh, the wild berry isn't terrible. Uh, it's It actually tastes decent, so I'm going wild berry on this one. Well, I feel like I had to take a bite of a frosted white chocolate Oreo just to wash the taste of that matchup out of my mouth <laughs> as wild berry moves on over cookies and cream. I will say y'all probably already like borderline alienated Jay Borsum, whose favorite Pop-Tart is frosted brown sugar cinnamon. And in fact, it's the only kind of Pop-Tart she will eat. <laughs> so when y'all were both like, I don't really like cinnamon. I was like, oh, this is going to be so oh, much fun Jay. to get Jay's commentary on. <laughs> well, Jay knows what she did. Jay knows what she did. <laughs> That's true. Jay has wronged all of us at one point in her life or another. Not me. That's fair. You sweet summer child, you get to start us off on our next one, which is a play-in game between Snickerdoodle and Frosted Maple, Nicole. Okay, so I haven't ever had either one of these. So (laughs) this was a kind of hard decision for me. I do give the slight edge to Frosted Maple because I actually like maple. I don't know what a snickerdoodle tastes like. I've never had one. So I will go frosted maple and I will ignore the looks I'm getting. <laughs> Again, I'm concerned. I I don't know. Is it, is, it, is it weirder that I've never really had a Pop-Tart or that Nicole has never really had a snickerdoodle? Well, is it weirder that I, I don't know what's in a snickerdoodle? With all respect to you, Jeff, your opinion is irrelevant here. Um, so <laughs> it's a little bit more concerning that Nicole hasn't had a snickerdoodle when she had a snickerdoodle flavor in here and did not, you know. Hold on, Nicole. You said you never, you never had like a snickerdoodle cookie. No, she doesn't know what a snickerdoodle is. <laughs> That's why oh, I chose I, frosted maple. I thought you were it's talking a cinnamon about sugar. Cookie. Sorry, I didn't delve as deeply into the pop tarts as you did. <laughs> you could have looked up the word snickerdoodle. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's have a brief digression on the history of Snickerdoodle, (laughs) shall we? The Snickerdoodle was first invented. No Snickers and does not doodle, but it is a delicious cookie. This is unfortunate. I knew it had nothing to do with Snickers. Does that help? (laughs) Is this going to be my thing? Oh, God. 
as we all snicker at Nicole, uh, Chris gets to uh, have our next uh, vote between Snickerdoodle and Frost and Maple. Uh, Nicole, we have something in common, uh, more so more than just the fact that we're both from New England. I have also never had the Snickerdoodle Pop-Tart cookie or Pop-Tart. <laughs> I can't even call it a cookie, but I've had <laughs> Snickerdoodles before. I have had the Frosted Maple. The Frosted Maple, that little maple hit, it's actually kind of delightful. Uh, I don't actually like Snickerdoodle cookies. I find them to be a little too sweet for my liking. So I'm going Frosted Maple here. Uh, 100% I'm in. Let's, uh, let's, let's go maple syrup. Go New Hampshire and Vermont and stuff like that. Frosted Maple moves on. Brittany, do you care to defend the honor of the Snickerdoodle Pop-Tart? Oh, yes. Yes, I will. So <laughs> let me explain something. The Frosted Maple Pop-Tart, it was hard to find because guess what? It's branded as Eggo in large letters. And you know what? I don't mind an Eggo waffle. It's not as delightful as a Belgian-style waffle, but for a quick waffle, it's okay. Uh, the maple is meh. It's fine. It's it's frosted maple. I like maple on a donut. I like maple syrup on pancakes. Not a big fan of it in the Pop-Tart setting. Um, Snickerdoodles are 100% my favorite cookie of like all time. I will have Snickerdoodles any chance I get. Um, that being said, I did buy the Snickerdoodle Pop-Tarts and I was slightly let down by them. Not because the flavor wasn't delicious. The flavor was absolutely reminiscent of a Snickerdoodle cookie. I loved the flavor. However, those have to be the most crumbly Pop-Tarts I have ever touched in my entire life. Like you just, you look at them and it's kind of like, you know, how in those old movies, with the antiques that were made out of like sandstone, you never want them to touch them because you're afraid they'll just instantly turn to dust. It's kind of like that. Um, but the dust is delicious. So Snickerdoodle gets my vote. It's not going down without a fight. I know it went down before I got a chance to defend it, but I'm defending it. It's a great Pop-Tart. It's a great cookie. Nicole, please try Snickerdoodle because I'm very concerned. <laughs> well, over Brittany's strong objections, Frosted Maple will move on to face the number two seed, Frosted Cherry. Chris, you're our first voter here. So I mentioned earlier, there's another Frosted version that I liked out there. It is not Frosted Cherry. Uh, the frosted cherry is just it's it's too sweet. It just it really is. There's not a lot of diversity in the flavor. It just tastes like I'm eating a bunch of sugar. At least with the frosted maple, there's a diversity. I, Brittany's saying it doesn't the it's uh, with the maple. I, I liked it. I, I I actually really dug it. Now this was also I don't even know how long ago this was. I was in my 30s, so it's in the last 10 years. Um. I didn't have a bad experience. I had it up in uh, up in uh, my aunt's house in Rhode Island. I remember going, oh, and I made a mental note, Frosted Maple. It's good. I liked it. I'm going Frosted Maple here because the Frosted Cherry has left a lot to be desired. My wife has bought those and left them downstairs. You know what? She she complains about all the time about me eating her food. Didn't eat that. <laughs> all right. Frosted Maple. Is there an upset brewing, uh, Brittany? Or is there a popping cherry joke to be made here somewhere uh i'm sure there's one somewhere uh i don't have it for you but uh <laughs> here's here's my thing and this shouldn't surprise chris or nicole at this point uh because of the vehement defense i just gave to the snickerdoodle um frosted cherry 
I love it. Like it's one of those ones that I actually prefer hot over cold, but I will eat it cold straight out the box. I like the flavor. I like the frosting. I like it hot. I like it cold. It is one I still think that the store brand is better on, but I like a frosted cherry Pop-Tart. And I'm sorry, Nicole, that we keep sending you these one-to-one things, but apparently Chris and I just both have differing opinions about the frostedness <laughs> of the Pop-Tarts. And I have to give my vote to Cherry. I do I do think it's it's somewhat fair, though, because we were talking with Nicole on the Discord not too long, a couple of days ago, and this is popping her. Boozy cherry. cherry. Yes. Hey, all right. So we're, we're popping it with a bunch of uh, modified buzzer beaters. So <laughs> welcome to the family, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Nicole, <laughs> third tie of the day. You get to break. Go for it. And surprisingly, I find myself siding with Chris again. I apparently have the maple in my fridge. I'm, I didn't realize I bought the Eggo the other day as an impulse purchase. Um, I saw the the apple cinnamon. I didn't buy those. But, yes, I much prefer maple to cherry. I don't like um, cherry flavoring. The only cherries I like are, you know, big, fat, black cherries. I, yeah. That's fair. Really not much else to say. I, I'm going maple. Maple takes the upset over cherry, the 15 seed has swept its way, or, well, has two to one its way into the second round, at least. We move on to the 7-10 matchup between Frosted Blueberry, the 7 seed, and Frosted Chocolate Chip, the 10 seed. Brittany, you're kicking us off on this one. Look, I just gotta say, Frosted Cherry was really the Margaret Atwood of this bracket, and it just got Andy Weird, a.k.a. Frosted Mapled, and I, like dishonor on your cow um so between frosted blueberry and frosted chocolate chip (laughs) dishonor on your cow (laughs) i didn't feel like doing the whole mushu spiel (laughs) dishonor Um, on your tree i guess i don't know (laughs) um between frosted blueberry and frosted chocolate chip this is actually a little bit tougher than me for me than i thought it was gonna be because i forgot how well they did the frosted chocolate chip. This is not to be confused with the frosted chocolate chip cookie dough. Those aren't good in my opinion. Um, But the frosted chocolate chip is actually pretty delightful. It's a not a lot of frosting. It's just a drizzle of chocolate across the top. There's chocolate chips interspersed throughout and a nice fudgy center. It's really good. But frosted blueberry is one of my favorites. And I love frosted blueberry pop tarts and they're so colorful and pretty and I think I'm just going to have to like go vibes on this and know that if I want to go grab a Pop-Tart, I want to go grab a blueberry more than I want to go grab a chocolate chip. So it's blueberry by a very, very narrow margin. It doesn't matter because neither of them like fruit. And so it's not going to make it past the next round anyway, probably. But I, I want it to have that shout out and respect that it deserves as the frosted blueberry Pop-Tart. Oh, blueberry vibes its way to a 1-0 lead. Nicole, is Brittany right? right? So I have a few, I have a few um, differing opinions here. First of all, the chocolate chip cookie dough is delightful. (laughs) I do agree that the chocolate chip is like the perfect ratio of frosting and Pop-Tart. It's very good. Um, I, 
I find the blueberry to be a little bit too sweet. So I do have to go the chocolate chip because if I'm looking for a Pop-Tart, I'm reaching for the chocolate chip. Uh-oh, we got another tie. reasoning against me. I did. And now it's Chris's turn to decide. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> We've had a lot of 1-1 ties here in this bracket. A lot of strong <laughs> opinions about Pop-Tarts. Chris. <laughs> sounded really judgy there. <laughs> a lot of strong opinions. It's my about job to judge you people. <laughs> I mean, if we're getting this heated over a pop tart bracket, wait till we do our uh, our twenty twenty four presidential election bracket. It's not going to be a real thing, is it's, it? Oh God, it's not going to be that hard. I hope. <laughs> not going to uh, vote for anyone out of Florida. I'll tell you that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wouldn't really vote for anyone out of Massachusetts either, though, so. Uh, this one here, I, I'm going to echo everything they both just said about the, the the frosting ratio on the frosted chocolate chip. Um, they're not wrong. Like That's actually a really good frosting ratio. It's, it's like a quarter of the frosting on anything else. If you put that ratio on the rest of your Pop-Tarts, Kellogg's, I'd be a happier camper, but. I'm also 40 years old. I'm not really their target demographic anymore. If they still have cartoon guys on skateboards on their boxes, that's that's not me. They're they're aiming younger. With all of that being said, I said it before and I'll say it again. Not a big chocolate guy. There's too much chocolate in the, the frosted chocolate chip. The frosted blueberry is a little sweet. I'm more likely to grab that because at least it has blueberry in the title. I have an illusion of eating healthy when I grab that going out the door. <laughs> And Frosted Blueberry wins on the completely unfounded basis that it might possibly be healthy. We move on to our next matchup between the three-seed Frosted Hot Fudge and the 14-seed Frosted Grape. Nicole's starting us off with this one. All right. So I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Frosted grape sounds terrible. I've never had it. I don't want to. So I'm going frosted um, hot fudge. Frosted hot fudge, making it short and sweet. 1-0. Chris? Can I ask my panelists, and uh, Jeff, for you as well, being that you're not a Pop-Tart connoisseur, but I think you are a fruit head. Have you all ever had the I'm cotton? a wood head. A fr- fruit head. You you like to eat fruit. You you uh, you prefer to eat bounty from Mother Nature's bosom. Have you guys had? Yes, I, I like to eat grape? out Mother Nature's bosom. Cotton candy grape. <laughs> oh yeah, so good. <laughs> Y'all have had the cotton candy grape, Brittany? Yes. I have. I wasn't a fan. Oh god, yeah. yeah that that's they're so horrible. much more expensive I, than normal grapes. So I've only had them once, but mm-hmm. very good. Just just eat a fucking grape. A, a normal ass grape is totally fine. Why would you? I want do, but I like I like to shush it up sometimes. I like green grapes more than I like red grapes, and I found the cotton candy ones to be a bit too sweet for my liking. So, oh, see the yeah, the I, cotton candy ones I had were green grapes. I, I expected to put a grape into my mouth, and what I tasted tasted nothing like a grape. That was kind of the problem there. I do like grapes though. <laughs> I've never had them. Are they? I mean, you just said they're good. Is that like a grape apple mix? (laughs) Yeah, it's a grape apple hybrid. It's an apple texture, but it tastes like a grape. I'm a fan. 
Pop-Tarts, but <laughs> I just said I wouldn't eat a grape Pop-Tart, but I will eat a grape apple. Let's go. <laughs> my my mind is blown, Chris. Where were you going with this? <laughs> I was say the only way to eat a grape pop tart is if it had the cotton candy grape in it. That's the only way I would have it. It's disgusting. I agree. Hot fudge gets my vote. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, Brittany, you you haven't had any ties to break, and that continues to the end of the episode. I know. I just uh, have disappointments and concerns. Um, <laughs> Well, now you sound Are like you disappointed and or concerned with our <laughs> panelist's decision here? I am. So I think it should be noted for both Jeff and our listeners that it's not Frosted Hot Fudge. It's Frosted Hot Fudge Sunday. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's it, they, it's just shortened <laughs> to Frosted Hot Fudge. But I don't want people having any illusion that this is like the chocolate fudge from the other side. This is like their version of a Sunday Pop-Tart. And as previously discussed, I don't like sprinkles. And you know what's all over this? Sprinkles. Um, and I know people are going to be like, well, Brittany, all the fruit ones are covered with tiny little sugar sprinkles. And those are fine. Those are little bits of sugar. It's the hard, hard, like bar sprinkles and the hard round sprinkles. I don't like them. My teeth don't like them. Um, all that to say, the frosted grape is better than you think it would be. It's not my favorite. But it's it's a sight sure better than one that has sprinkles all over it. Frosted grape gets my vote. Brittany, it takes a lot of courage to come onto a podcast and openly show your prejudices like this. So I applaud you. <laughs> yeah. now, let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Brittany comes out against rainbow sprinkles, somehow <laughs> alienating our toddlers. I was going to say, and in Pride Month, how dare you? <laughs> Make better rainbow choices with your snacks. Rainbows are great. Skittles <laughs> exist. To go for Skittles. Oh God, make rainbows. But they don't have a Skittles Pop Tart now, do they? Actually, they probably do. They probably <laughs> do. They're probably owned by a different companies, so yeah, probably never going to happen. But you know. Right. Well, while Brittany tries to make rainbows great again, we will move on to the six <laughs> eleven matchup between frosted s'mores and unfrosted blueberry chris you're leading us off with this final match of the day oh finally finally vindication because this is the true way you make a frosted pop tart the frosted s'mores the marshmallow the chocolate the sugar the sugared frosting is delightful it's a great dessert it's also good out uh, just like as a breakfast. If you need to have a quick breakfast, it's good to grab and throw it in the car and just eat it on your way to work. I love the frosted s'mores and not just because I married a woman who loved the frosted s'mores. Uh, she did convert me, though. Um, it's not my favorite, but y'all eliminated my favorite like heartless bastards. I'm going frosted s'mores. Chris calling his panelists heartless bastards, which is actually a compliment because they're a very good band. Brittany, do uh, does frosted s'mores or unfrosted blueberry get your vote? Look, it took us all night to get to this point, but Chris and I finally agree on something before Nicole has a chance to weigh in. And uh, Nicole, I'm not sending you a tie this time because I actually agree with everything Chris just said, except for my wife didn't convert me to frosted s'mores. I was my own <laughs> wife converting me to frosted s'mores in this situation. Um, <laughs> the legal situation is complicated. I won't go into the details <laughs> on this podcast, uh, but frosted s'mores picks up my vote easily. 
Sorry, unfrosted blueberry. You're not that bad, but you're no frosted (laughs) s'more. Boozy Bracketology, as a reminder, does not give official legal advice. Uh, Well, with a rebel yell, our panelists clearly want s'mores, s'mores, s'mores. Nicole, did they get it right? They absolutely did, Jeff. I have made my feelings known on both blueberry and unfrosted, so I would have also gone s'mores. I love everything about them. And also, Chris... I would like to remind you that my favorite was also eliminated, so heartless bastards abound. Mine made it through. Uh, oh, grumble, 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 grumble. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Well, uh, I can sympathize with favorites being eliminated. Uh, hopefully we haven't eliminated too many of your favorites, my dear listeners. Uh, let's recap how this has gone. Uh, our one seed frosted brown sugar cinnamon edged out our 16 seed frosted confetti cupcake. Uh, the eight seed frosted raspberry will face off against it having ousted unfrosted brown sugar. Uh, the five seed frosted strawberry knocked out its unfrosted sibling. Uh, it will face off against the four seed, the frosted wild, delicious wild berry. <laughs> I don't know if it's possible to say the word wild, delicious normally. <laughs> you sound like a cartoon character. <laughs> the word is wild, delicious. It's not wild, delicious. Wild, delicious. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought there was an extra I in here somewhere. Okay. Wild berry pop tart. Wild, wild delicious wild berry pop tarts. <laughs> wild delicious. Wild delicious just doesn't sound right. There should be the I in there. I am going to write Kellogg's a letter right now, and clearly they will listen to me. Noted. Pop-tart a man who has given them zero money. Yes, they'll listen. <laughs> a man who has barely tasted an unfrosted strawberry pop tart, <laughs> and certainly not a wild delicious one. <laughs> Anyway, the 15 seed, Frosted Maple, winning the play-in game and pulling off the upset against the 2 seed, Frosted Cherry. Uh, Frosted Blueberry, the 7 seed, knocking out the 10 seed, Frosted Chocolate Chip. Those two will face off against each other. Uh, The 3 seed, Frosted Hot Fudge, and the 6 seed, Frosted S'mores, both cruise to victory and will face off against each other in the Elite Eight. Well, that'll about do it for this episode of Boozy Bracketology. Join us next time when we crown a Pop-Tart champion. Uh, Let's see if our uh, panelists have any pluggables. Chris? Noah, thank you for your continued Patreon support. We really do appreciate it. Uh, If you're listening to this and you're not on Patreon, head on over to patreon.com slash ptebb. That's your exclusive home for all of our bonus content. Not just the pub trivia experience in Boozy Bracketology, but also at some point in the near, in the future, our new show, Frenemy Trivia. I'll let Brittany tell you about Frenemy. Brittany? Uh, sure. Uh, Frenemy Trivia is the show where friends quickly become enemies. I believe everyone on this panel has been on at least one episode. Um, and uh, just a reminder that for any of our guests coming on, that the real Frenemy is me and Tim, and we know that, and we embrace it. Uh, but we... Uh, pitch you with each other, against each other, against us, against the world, against bad Pop-Tart choices, really. Well, the the real Pop-Tart is the frenemies we made along the way. 
or something. <laughs> I still prefer your your other log line there, Brittany. I believe it was what from friends to enemies and enemies to lovers. Yeah, t- Tim says I'm not allowed to say the enemies to lovers because it happens off the air. So <laughs> it only advertise what we actually show. <laughs> so. Uh, Nicole, do you have any pluggables? Um, well, I don't have any podcasts of my own. I've just been enjoying guesting on your wonderful network of podcasts. And I actually, I think my Frenemy episode is airing next week. This, well, when we're Friday, recording. Yeah. As of uh, this recording, I don't know when this will mm-hmm. come out. It'll be already be out, probably. So, listen to that. Definitely do. All right, great. Well, for uh, Boozy Bractology, until next time, I have been Jeff. I'm Chris. I'm Brittany, and I'm Nicole. Thank you, and happy listening.